Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Getting you ready for the big game with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley. The tremendous football Thursday edition of You Better You Bet rolls on. Nick Costos, Ken Barkley, and you, and uh, and a lot of guests, and just a lot of people a in general people. here on the Metal Network. Uh, loved that last hour of the show. Loved the last hour the of the show. Guests. <laughs> the guests are plentiful. Um, and the guests in hour number one were great as well. And the guests will be great over the course of the rest of the show. We will get to tonight's action in the NBA, tonight's action in the National Hockey League, some college hoops perhaps as well. Great guests will join us coming up over the next little bit. We are waiting on. He'll be joining us in a second. I think was just finishing up on one of our uh, Odyssey stations in uh, San Francisco, I believe. Uh, Super Bowl winning linebacker Brandon Marshall, our BetQL Network teammate. So B. Marsh will be coming over to sit down with us on set in just a second. But, Ken, while we wait for B. Marsh to come over, you've got the prop sheet out. I do. Uh, What's tickling your fancy on the old prop sheet right now as we continue to give out bets for Super Bowl 58? I was just going through, uh, seems like the the more fun stuff here. We did some of the player versus player comparison stuff already. We did the players to attempt to pass for both teams already, which is always kind of the cool ones. Uh, A couple more of the game ones stand out. Like, you know, just kind of work through, like, what's where are we both not going to just completely agree on stuff? Uh, have we talked about successful two-point conversion yet? No. Somebody and, had a, uh, and who had a stat and we're, and, and, and we're not going to be able to because uh, Brandon's walking but over But somebody right had now. a stat as Brandon sits down. Somebody has stat. What was it? The, the Niners have only, like, gone for two and gotten it like, one time. In, in like, two a, years or something like years. that. It was Baldy like said an, that. An outrageous thing. All right. So joining us right now, live on set, uh, this is awesome. Every time he's come on our show, we've absolutely loved it. And now the chance to get him on in person is absolutely sensational. So our BetQL Network teammate, you can catch him inside the betting line Sunday from 5 to 9 p.m. Eastern. You're going to be on on Sunday for the Super Bowl? No, no. But the Good show's for over. you, man. The yeah. show's over. Much yeah. better in person, right, absolutely. Brandon? Much better in person. <laughs> the, the, sh- the show was awesome all season, and we look forward to more Brandon Marshall on our network. Super Bowl champion linebacker with the Denver Broncos on the Broncos All-Decade team. Our buddy Brandon Marshall. B. Marsh, what's going on? It's Nick. your friends, Nick. Oh, my God. He's got the Super Bowl ring on. I thought you were going to say it. Yeah, yeah, and I got the ring right on my necklace. Try to do something a little different, a little more stylish, you know, because, look, we all wearing the ring on our yeah, finger, yeah, right? But, you know, on the, on the neck, it's a little style. I'm, what's the, just, what's the coolest thing about the ring? Because, like, you know, the rings nowadays, it's like, well, oh. they scored 640 points, so there's 640 rubies or something. Oh, like, what's, what's going on with that ring? Oh, that's a good question. Because I don't even remember, to be honest with well, you. Well, it looks like a ton of diamonds would yeah, be a good so place to start. Diamonds, <laughs> yes. you know, uh, three Lombardi trophies for, obviously, the, 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 the three trophies that the sure. organization has. You know, the, uh, the scores of the playoffs. You know, the coolest thing is have my name on it. I'm going to be oh, honest yeah. with you. The coolest thing is having it and then having my name on it. It's beautiful. So, out of 
is there a bigger flex? I hate, I sound like so lame. I'm 40 years old using that term, but you know, is there a bigger flex yeah. than walking around with a necklace that has your Super Bowl <laughs> ring and on your it? name on it? No, yeah. it, it actually, I mean, in my it's life, not, it's not possible, right? In, in, in my life, there is no bigger flex. And actually, you kind of reminded me of a quick story. Please. Uh, I was, uh, I was doing this show um, for Channel 8 in Las Vegas. And so we went, you know, and then they actually had Andre Reed. You know that was that was at the show. And then right, had, Hall of Fame Hall wide of receiver, Hall of Fame, the Bills who didn't win a Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. Hall, Hall of Fame wide receiver. And then it was another Super Bowl champion, right? So then the guy that was doing the interview, he's talked about, okay, we got two Super Bowl champs and da da da. You know, oh, Andre, you don't have one of that. He said, well, I got a Hall of Fame ring. I'm like, oh, okay, now that's oh. a flex. <laughs> what is that? Does, did he have it on? Yeah, have he you had ever it seen? on. What does it look like? I mean, it's, it doesn't look like this. You're right, that's what I was gonna say. Which Hall is crazy. Fame, right? Hall of Fame ring looks like a class ring. Well, he should have, you know, we always said to Andre, where's your mustard jacket, Andre? <laughs> how's, how's that look, Andre? Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. But uh, what, do you, what do you like in the game when you first think about it? Like I, I, yeah. Patrick Mahomes is an underdog. The Niners a two-point favorite. A lot of people like the Chiefs to come on our show. What do you think? You, you know what, man? I, I think the only reason that the, you know, the Niners are favorite is because their, their roster. Right? Sure. You know, their roster, they have firepower. You know, CMC, Debo Samuel. You know, they have a lot of names. The problem is on that defensive side of the ball, they're not playing sound. They're right. not fitting the run correctly. They're you think not... that's effort? Because we've had, we've had people on the show, and it's like Steve Wilkes gets like a bad rap, I think, the last couple of weeks because they haven't defended very well. Yeah. And when you don't defend well, the coordinator is going to get bad-mouthed Absolutely. a little bit. And maybe that's maybe that's right, right? But, like, I think what you try to figure out, like, I, you know, I never played. So is it, all right, is it like the coordinator's coming up with bad schemes, bad strategy, or is it just like Chase Young's not trying really hard, or is it or is it both? I think, I think it, it could be you know, a multitude of things and, and two things could be true at once. So he could be having, you know, uh, bad schemes, you know, bad uh, adjustments, but also it's his job to coach the guys up. Right. When I, we had Wade Phillips and our position coaches would coach us hard. Right. So it was the coach's job, right. To bring the best out of the players. Obviously we had to have that internal motivation as well. But so what I think it is, I think, you know, you look at Steve Wilkes getting a bulk of the blame. I think it's warranted because, that nucleus of the defense is similar from year to year, right? It's not been a big change. Right. Salah to D'Amico Ryan. Salah to, to D'Amico Ryan. Right. Yeah. Stout defenses on both of those. Then Steve Wilkes. It's not like they've had an overhaul on defense. And Warner's had, still there. Bosa's still well, there. Right? And they've had a, they have even a better defensive line, you know, as far as names, right? Right, sure. Even a better defensive Armstead, line. Armstead, Chase Young. It's yeah. I think the common denominator is Wilkes. If you could sit down with Chase Young after watching his film in the NFC Championship game, what would you say to him out of the Super Bowl on Sunday? Man, you better get it together. Yeah. And and you got to get to Mahomes because you got to look, just watch that Buccaneers Super Bowl against the Chiefs, right? They obviously, the offensive line wasn't the greatest, but they took advantage of that, right? They were able to rush for, and sometimes they, they brought a fifth, a fifth or sixth guy, but they rushed for and they dominated, right? This is his moment. He was a top five pick, right? Top two, yeah. Top two pick. Right. He was touted to be one of the, Obviously, a spe- he is a specimen. Defensive rookie of the year, right? Absolutely. The and, and they took him over a number of quarterbacks right. in that draft, yeah. Washington, which is not Chase Young's fault, just saying. Absolutely, yeah. right? So this is his moment to actually rise to prominence, right? Von do, you, Miller. do you think he'll do it? Because he's a huge price to win Super Bowl MVP if he has a monster game in the Niners. Yeah, I'm sure play. to have a sack, he's probably a big price, too. Yeah. It's, it's, it's tough because when I look at the guys that can get it done, the Von Millers, the Aaron Donalds, the get-off is crazy, right? The get-off is crazy. You know, Chase Young has a, you know, an okay, a solid get off. You know, I just don't know if he has the tools to pass rush and get it done consistently. Von Miller, Aaron Donald, you see those guys, man, they, they have, they're dogs. Sure. I'm not saying chasing a dog, but. Does Chase have that dog in him? I haven't seen it. Not consistently. 
I saw it early on, and I know he had an injury, right? And that can affect you mentally. But I haven't seen it consistently enough to say, you know what, we got to pay you $100 million. And this is his moment to get $100 million. He's the old, Look, this is the biggest stage, right? If he gets two sacks, two and a half sacks, whatever the case may he's be, a, a forced oh, field, a forced fumble, yeah. Yeah. in this game, yeah. you're going to get him 100, $100 million because also he's a first-round pick. You know how they treat first-round picks different than a fifth-round, sixth-round pick, man. So this is his moment. Who's uh, who's the guy for Kansas City? We talked a lot about the San Francisco defense there. Casey's defense has played much better. They played great yeah. against Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. Yeah. Like when you watch them, what do you see? Like who's who's their motor guy? Who's who's the guy you're looking at? There? I mean, their motor guy is absolutely Chris Jones. Right. You know, absolutely. Who? Chris Jones. Chris Jones. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> their motor their motor guy is absolutely Chris Jones. And you know, when you look at the nucleus, because we know he's going to do his thing, right? We understand. Like even in our Super Bowl, we had Von Miller. DeMarcus where okay, we knew they were going to do the thing. It's the role players, right? What's Nick Bolton going to do? What's Will, Will Gay going to do, right? It's those guys that's going to help because if I'm San Francisco, I'm watching the Buffalo tape. I'm seeing how they were able to effectively run the football. Right. I'm, I'm putting CMC to work, to work. So – and maybe run right at Chris Jones. Now he's a dog. He's a, he's an animal. Right? He has that dog in him. He has that. Yeah, of see, course. Right? He got the dog. <laughs> he's in got him. that yeah. dog in him. And, and then right. you know what? We talk about metrics and we look at stats and stuff, but. All of us are football fans, right? You know the eye test. Yeah, yeah. Well, oh, I, mean, yes, I would say you know it better than me, but I appreciate you saying see, that. You, yes. have, you have that ring. All we have is the eye test. That's <laughs> all we got. Right? <laughs> but, but you know the eye test, right? So you see, you say Chris Jones because you, you watch him like, yo, he's a dog. Play in and play out. Series in and series out. That's what we talk about Chase Young. I haven't seen that from him, and he got to elevate his game. You better you bet with Nick and Ken live from Radio Row, Las Vegas, Nevada, joined by our BetQL Network teammate, Super Bowl champion linebacker of the Denver Broncos, our friend Brandon Marshall. All right, Brandon, so – uh. First round picks get treated differently yeah. than later round picks. Brock Purdy was the last pick in the draft <laughs> last year. Uh, Mr. Irrelevant. When he plays well, he's Joe Montana. When he plays poorly, he's like Jim Druckenmiller. No in between <laughs> for this guy. It feels like that's how kind of he gets treated. What's the expectation for you for how young Brock Purdy will play on Sunday in the Super Bowl? My expectations, man, um, he got to be mistake free. I think, you know, he got to channel what, it, what Cam Newton was talking about. Okay. Game manager. Be mistake-free. I think they have an opportunity, have a chance, as long as he doesn't turn the ball over, right? So my expectations, I don't see him throwing for three, you know, 330, 300, da-da-da, you know, because Kansas City's defense is fantastic. Let's not – they're no slouch. So if he could, you know, be efficient, you know, 65 66% passing, you know, throw one touchdown or two, depending on how the defenses play, just no turnovers, they have a shot. Now, Kansas City defense is great, right? So he has to be careful with the football. I think that's all we're looking for him to be. We saw Cam Newton was walking around here the other day. We saw him walking around, just obviously like the hat, you almost can't miss it, right? Oh, but, I mean, yeah. you look at him, and then you look at Brock Purdy, and I had somebody message me be like, well, now I see why you said that about Brock Purdy, because, like, he probably looks at him, like, differently. You mentioned what Cam said. Do you, do you agree with him about some of his assessment with Brock Purdy? Yeah, I think, you know what, and, and here's the thing, right? So it's almost twofold. Brock Purdy is doing better than what Jimmy Garoppolo and, you know, the guy, I'm not sure who was before Jimmy, but let's just use right. Jimmy. Or like Trey Lance. It, it, was, yeah. it was like right. Brian Hoyer. This like right. was, Jimmy took over pretty early in the Shanahan tenure. Uh, absolutely. Right. He's doing better with what the, the weapons that he's had than those guys. And Jimmy couldn't run the way that Brock can run also. Right. Yeah, absolutely. But at the same time, with all that talent around him, he's not asked to do everything, right? The talent that Cam Newton had, he I mean, did he have a great receiving core? He never really had a great receiving core, right? He had Kelvin Co Benjamin. Yeah. Greg he, Olson. Exactly. He had Christian. Yeah. Okay. Great tight end, but he had you know Christian McCaffrey, but Cam Newton did a lot of it by himself. So I think Cam Newton is a game changer, right? Obviously he's an MVP player, right? But at some point, you know, we do got to give Brock Purdy his credit because right. he's doing what the rest of the San Francisco quarterbacks 
couldn't do with that roster. How can the Kansas City Chiefs stop the San Francisco 49ers run game? Oh, man, they got to be able to run fit, run fit consistently. And, and I know it's like, oh, it's more, you know, run fits are everything, okay? You know, because you can bleed a team, you know, with the run. So the way that um, San Francisco, you know, I love how they do their run. You know, they, it, it's 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 several ways. They, they're pulling tackles. They're, you know, doing motions. A lot of pre-snap motion. It's right. a lot of yep. stuff going on that Kyle Shanahan does, and that's why I love him and his scheme. If I was a head coach, I would he would be my offensive coordinator. So I think it's about run fits. You might have to insert a safety into the box because, you know, what, what Buffalo did to them, I think you have to insert a safety into the box. And sometimes when you insert that safety into the box, that's when you go to the play action. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Which and they do a lot. They'll right? say do a yeah. lot, right? And that's going to help out if they can establish a run man that's going to be great for that team but kansas city instead of safety into the box run fit well with the linebackers and the safety you know um cover three cover one cover four actually sometimes you can have two safeties down depending on how it goes man so you know there's a way to do it i'm sure you saw the clip of uh fred warner's speech prior to the lions game the clip of him at the super bowl against the chiefs a few years ago just like like the guy gives a speech and afterwards it's like you run through a wall for him basically like when you in the in your super bowl who was the guy who like broke down the team and gave that speech man let me tell you something so demarcus Ware cried the night before the super bowl and i remember that moment like it was yesterday and the emotions that i felt um demarcus Ware and peyton manning got up in front of the team and they spoke the night before the game and they're talking about you know our legacy and what we need to do tomorrow and da da da. Demarcus Ware starts breaking down. Peyton Manning gets emotional. He gets choked up and stops. And you probably hadn't seen that before, right? Oh my yeah. God, never. And I'm looking around. Let me tell you something. I'm looking around and my teammates. I'm like, Yo, we gotta win it for them. We have to win it. We know this is Peyton's last game for sure. We know how he played. This is probably Demarcus Ware's last chance to get a ring. And I truly believe that when you're doing, and I tell kids this, right, that I mentor, when you're doing something that's bigger than yourself. It just gives you a little more up, right? You can go a little further. Like, you got kids. I got to do it for my daughter, my son. That moment we had it, like, we have to do it for them. So something outside of yourself. So when I got tired in the game or whatever the case may be, I'm like, nah, man, this, this is the last chance. And it was, man. And we got it done. And it was so beautiful. And I'm getting emotional thinking about it because it was one of the greatest moments of my life and seeing a man be vulnerable as well, right? You know how us men right. in vulnerability. Like Hall of Famers, right? Yeah, yeah. Us men in vulnerability, they were vulnerable. They were emotional, and they made us want to win it for them, and we got it done. Are you aware that you're, like, the coolest person in this room? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the ring of stories? Like, no, I mean, like, I, that's, I'm like... Because, like, honestly, dude, like, that's, like, I had goosebumps. That's crazy stuff. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Sure, man. Um, I, you're going to be doing more stuff with us, right? Like, on our to. network? Please. I would love to, man. <laughs> Please. Great, great. <laughs> absolutely. Great. Everyone should be... Our executive should be sent to Guantanamo Bay if you're not doing more <laughs> yes. stuff for us, because you're un, you're a natural at this. Do you yeah. know that, yeah. seriously? No, I, I thank yeah. you. I appreciate that. Because, like, absolutely. you really are. Like, you're, yeah. you're just, amazing, dude. I just want to keep getting better. Uh, final... Who wins? What's the final score? Uh, Chiefs. Um, I hate to say that, but uh, Chiefs. Uh, <laughs> Baldy. Man, I'm going to go 21-17. Uh, MVP. Oh. Travis Kelsey. Oh! <laughs> I win a lot of money if that's the case. Maybe I can get that ring. Maybe yeah. I can get something like that. No uh, name, though. The, I, I, do I, we, get, we get to take a picture with that ring yeah, or no? Yeah, absolutely, oh, man. Hell, hell yeah, I love I'll, that. I'll Let's, take it off the ring. Yeah. Oh, man. The, the right great, my finger, my hand will fall down. Yeah, the, uh, <laughs> the great Brandon Marshall joining us here on the show. Been a pleasure watching you all season inside the betting lines, and we look forward to doing this a lot more coming up in the future, Can't my wait, man. man. Oh, man. Oh, great to talk in person. Yeah, yeah, you got to really guess it in person. It's, it's, it's sick. It's right. awesome. Man, like that. 
like Peyton Manning, DeMarcus Ware, like Man. giving the speeches just, the night before the oh game. You yeah. kicked um, their ass in uh, that game, we right? Kicked, uh, we kicked, and imagine what I'm saying is like some people look at a, a DeMarcus and a Peyton is like, yo, they're larger than life because they are. Yeah, we're in five real, seconds. Right? Okay, and then just to see him cry, it was crazy. Man, and they and, and, and you did, and they're both in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, and it was Peyton's last game. Absolutely. Uh, coming up next, our pal Doug Kazarian stops by. You better, you bet, Nick and Ken. That was great. Bringing the action of the big game to you. It's You Better You Bet, live from Radio Row in Las Vegas. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus